Christian life is one of waiting and working. Advent puts us in mind of the waiting. Advent is the point in uh, the church calendar when uh, Christians throughout the world look not only to Christ's first coming at Christmas, but also ahead to his second coming to judge the living and the dead. It's a season of waiting. Here's how the Old Testament saints waited for the first coming. Psalm 130 verse 5. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I put my hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. That long-awaited Lord that the psalmist was looking forward to. He came and he did indeed provide full redemption on the cross. So you might think that therefore the wait is over for believers. Now we're simply in the time of fulfillment. But actually the wait has only just begun for the believer. Now we wait for the second coming of Christ. And all that we read about in Psalm 130 becomes true for us. We still wait for the Lord to come and apply his redemption to the earth. The Christian life is still a life of waiting. Are you any good at waiting? Me neither. Uh, But 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, here we have this vision for what waiting looks like. Waiting and working come together in 1 Thessalonians. Uh, In verses 9 to 10, Paul talks about the, the testimony of the Thessalonians. He says, You turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. The Christian waits for Christ to come again. We don't wait nervously for Judgment Day, unsure of the outcome. No, through his first coming, Christ delivered us from the coming wrath. So we wait confidently as those who love him and long to see him face to face. We wait as this tangible, positive reality. When I was engaged to my wife, we were on opposite sides of the planet. In fact, our relationship was long distance for over a year. But here's what what kept me faithful to her and her to me. And here's more than that, what kept our relationship positively vibrant. We were waiting for our wedding day. And that expectancy shaped virtually every minute of our lives. Simply waiting for this future rendered any notions of infidelity unthinkable. Waiting was not an absence of activity. It wasn't a lack that needed filling. It was not a nothing that preceded a something. It was a something of enormous, tangible reality. So it is with the Christian. We wait to see Jesus. But how do we wait? Do we just twiddle our thumbs? Do we veg out in front of the TV? Or do we wait? Uh, On on the other hand, in, in this other negative sense, do we wait by scanning the skies, looking for signs of his coming? Do we scour the newspapers for clues about his advent? No, neither of those options is waiting in the biblical sense. We are not to be inactive and we are not to be speculative. We wait by witnessing. Perhaps you remember the ascension of Jesus in Acts chapter 1. 
Jesus has gone back into heaven and the disciples are gawping at the skies. Angels have to come and tell him to stop looking up to the heavens. He will come back just the same way that he left, but we don't spend our time watching for the second coming. Instead, we wait by being obedient to Christ's final command. Just before he ascended, Christ told his people how to wait. He said, you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. That's how we wait. We witness. The posture of the church as we wait for Christ is not stationary, faces heavenwards. Instead, our posture is to face the world and head out to the ends of the earth. Here in 1 Thessalonians, Paul has the same attitude. He tells us to wait for God's Son from heaven, but our Christian lives are full of working as we wait. And so we come to our verse for today, verse 3. Paul is praying for the Thessalonians and he says, We continually remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Here again is for Paul's famous trio, faith, hope, and love. Our faith looks back to Christ's first coming and it inspires work. Our hope looks forward to Christ's second coming and it brings endurance. And love is the atmosphere of our present lives. Confident of the salvation that Christ has won and expectant of the cosmic redemption he will bring, now we are free from having to build our own identity or to secure our own future. Now we can love. And this love will be a busy active thing. Most literally the verse says, it is a labor of love. What do we describe these days as a labor of love? Uh, Maybe a woodworker creating a great piece of furniture for his wife, or a novelist writing her greatest work. It's a labor of love, we say. Love energizes and inspires the whole labor. Now, is that how you feel about your Christian life? Is it a labor of love. Perhaps right now you feel like it's uh, a bit like another biblical phrase that we've thought about. Perhaps it feels more like a millstone around your neck, the Christian life. If so, let me suggest that you have forgotten the other two elements of the trio, faith and hope. Remember, you have a secure faith grounded in Christ's first coming, and you have a certain hope expectant of his second coming. If you want to rekindle the love, look again to Christ, his faultless work for you, and your expectant wait for him. Remember verses 9 and 10 again today. You have turned from worthless, life-sapping idols, and now you serve the living and life-giving God. Remember Jesus, your rescuer, who saved you from the coming wrath. Remember how he stepped in between you and hell and he bore the brunt of that fiery blast so that you were kept safe eternally. Remember how God raised him from the dead and remember he is coming again from heaven. Just as he ascended, so shall he descend to raise the world like he was raised, to set things straight forevermore and to be our Lord face to face. Remember Jesus. A fresh vision of Christ turns Christian labor into a labor of love.